Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We're all used to change and inflation. That's the way the world works. But the rise that we're seeing, Pastor J.D. reminds us today, is not only of this world, but of powers of darkness. We are hurtling towards end times, and this is only the beginning. Pay attention because everything we see happening points to Christ's return. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on February 13th, 2022. Verse 7. When the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. Okay, do you see a connection here between the third and fourth seal? So the third seal, it's a basically a matter of survival. If you can, and there's two presuppositions actually. The first presupposition is that you are working and earning a wage. And the second presupposition is that you're going to be able to find wheat and barley and that day's wage is what it's going to take to buy just that wheat and barley. Can I say famine? That's what it is. And that's the connection with this fourth seal judgment. But notice there's not just famine and plague, but sword, war, violence, lawlessness. Now there are some thoughts concerning what the wild beasts of the earth are. We're not going to be here to find out, thankfully. (laughs) But needless to say, you've got a list of four things here that we're told are going to kill 25% of the earth's population. Uh, Let's do some math real quick to put this into perspective. So Let's just say for purpose of discussion that the population of the earth today is, we'll just round it off to 8 billion with a B. It's about 7.9 billion. Uh, Don't tell Bill Gates that. (laughs) Too late, he already knows. Sorry. So let's just round it off to 8 billion. Now let's go to our Bibles, because that's the final word, by the way, right? 
So, well, yeah, but they're saying that. I don't care what they're saying. Well, they're talking about that. Why aren't you talking about that? Because uh, I want to talk about this. (laughs) Uh, And by the way, (laughs) it needs to be talked about. So what my Bible says is that a fourth of the population of the earth, again, arguably at the beginning of the seven year tribulation, is going to be killed. So what's 25% of 8 billion? 2 billion with a B people. Okay. (laughs) Aren't you so glad you came today? (laughs) Wow, Pastor J.D., you just have a way of just so perky. I'm not perky anymore. So just the third seal of hyperinflation and with it the fourth seal of death by sword, famine, plague, and wild beasts will kill two billion people. Okay, now we have a question. What's the question? Are we beginning to see that happen? Answer, yes. We're seeing this hyperinflation, Oh, it's, (laughs) this is child's play compared to what is going to happen during the seven year tribulation. But we're already beginning to see it in concert with this global genocide of the world's population. I'll start with the third seal of hyperinflation by referring you to an update we did back on December 6th of 2020 titled The Great Setup. In it we looked at a 12-step outline of sorts that I had permission to share from an online member who has tremendous insight into this. Well he emailed me again this week with an update based on what's now happening and here we are about a year plus later And everything he said would happen is beginning to happen exactly as he said it would. And he outlines and argues the reasons as to where this is going and why this is happening. And based on that you can basically come up with this conclusion. And the conclusion is hyperinflation, which by the way is, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me just share with you, and then maybe I'll expound or comment on it as we go through this. I want to share with you what he emailed me this week. He says, I wanted to give you a little update on something that I'm keeping my eye on from a monetary perspective. I have to admit that I was initially surprised by Boris Johnson's sudden reversal on all COVID restrictions for the UK. I have evaluated this move in light of my opinion that, and I want you to listen very carefully, the response to COVID-19 was not related to a health crisis, but used to manage a monetary crisis. Hang on to that. I postulated that the lockdowns were really intended to slow the velocity of money in order to allow central banks and governments to print and inject 
tens of trillions of dollars of currency into the system, preventing an early collapse. The lockdown slowed the velocity of money and inflationary spike that would have occurred if economies were running wide open. This maintained the purchasing power of the currencies while governments bought corporate debt and indirectly acquired the means of production through bond purchases. If we see a rapid reversal of the lockdown policy globally, as we saw in the UK, then this may be the signal that the inflationary trap has been set, and it's time to open up the economy and let the velocity of money spike, leading to very high rates of inflation. Very high rates of inflation will trigger a crisis in the debt markets as bondholders sell bonds because the real rate of return turns sharply negative. This sell-off will result in rapidly rising bond yields and interest rates, including corporate debt and mortgage rates. A collapsing debt market will pull down the stock and real estate markets as the cost of debt service cuts into corporate bottom lines and rising mortgage rates making housing unaffordable. By the way, have you seen the prices of real estate here on the island? Apparently you have, so we'll just leave that alone. He goes on to say, and I like how he words this, this is how the everything bubble, everything bubble pops. I believe the reversal of COVID restrictions and opening of the global economy will initially be viewed as a victory for the people against tyranny, but the victory will be hollow as the everything bubble pops and fiat currencies are destroyed in a hyperinflationary collapse. In conclusion, I'm watching to see a rapid reversal in global COVID restrictions, which will mean those pulling the strings believe it's time to use inflation to bring down the everything bubble and monetary system. In his previous email in 2020, December, he used a great illustration that the COVID crisis is the pin that pops the everything bubble, as he words it here. So you see the connection here? For those of you that have been with us for any length of period of time, you know that this was all planned well in advance, many decades ago. Uh, actually, one update I remember uh, a while back, we actually traced back to the early part of the last century, in the early 1900s, where it seems that this was already planned and was already kind of set in motion. And then you fast forward a hundred plus years to the present day, and just fast forward to 2019. 
and one simulation in New York City in October of 2019, where they simulated a coronavirus pandemic. I mention that because, <laughs> and I had to go back to my archive notes on this. I'm pretty sure you can still see this online. Uh, it was by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, and Johns Hopkins University. And if you go in there and you watch the videos of this simulation, I remember when I first saw it, hang in there with me, I'm kind of all over the place here, but I just want to take you on the scenic route. We'll get to our final destination here pretty soon. When I first watched it, I, I, I thought, wow, they've really thought this through. I mean, they are addressing everything. They've got it down to misinformation posted on social media. This is 2019. So we're going to have to control the narrative. Wow, they really have this down. They're really on top of this. And there's going to be a lot of misinform medical misinformation, medical misinformation, and we're going to have to control that on social media. <laughs> wow, you got to hand it to them. They've done a smashing job, no pun intended. I just like that word smashing. I mean, their efforts and their plan has been met with smashing success. They did exactly what they, in this simulation, said they would do. They, they're doing it. Present tense. And oh, by the way, don't you find it a little bit interesting and even ironic that in October of 2019 in New York City, <laughs> they have this simulation and then how many weeks after did this whole thing kind of start happening? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Appreciate the help on that. So let's get back to this. This isn't a health crisis. This was a monetary crisis. Now when I use phrases like controlled demolition, that's deliberate because that's exactly what this is. It is a controlled demolition of the global economy. Because if you think about it, you cannot have a cashless economy, a global economy, if you've still got this old economy in place. So we got to get rid of that. And we got to get rid of the money. And we got to get rid of cash. You know, there are places now that you go into, they will not take your cash. Unclean, unclean. <laughs> they don't want your money. Everything has to be digital. And we've talked about that. I'm not going to take the time to go back into that. But by way of blockchain technology, which very simply explained, is a verification system. So once a transaction has been verified, a block is completed and it's added to the chain as a verified documentation of authentication and verification. That's what blockchain technology is in a very simple explanation. So they're going to use this technology 
Because we're told in Revelation 13 that no one will be able to buy or sell unless they are in this system and have some sort of a mark on their forehand or their forehead. And we've talked about that in great detail as well. That technology is already in place, and I'll have you know it is already being used. And it is a quantum dot tattoo, which by the way, in the original language of the Greek New Testament, Revelation 13, the word for mark carries with it the idea of a stamp, a tattoo, uh, palisades, these quantum dot tattoos, they, they actually, they're, they're put on the forehand, or the forehead, not an injection in the arm, and it delivers this, whatever it is, into your human DNA. And we're told in Revelation 16 that the people who have the mark start breaking out with all of these sores and boils and I believe that is a reaction to whatever this is. And I have my ideas, and you've probably watched some of the same videos I have, and seen some of the same articles that I've seen. And I'll tell you, this, this stuff, whatever's in it. And, and by the way, <laughs> it is the elephant in the room. We need to talk about it. You know, the, the inserts on the vaccine so-called, I, I call it an injection, it's not a vaccine, but you know the insert that tells you what's in it? You know what it says? <laughs> Intentionally left blank. Oh, you don't want me to know what's in it? No, you can't know. Well, you know what? I know what's in it, because my Bible tells me what's in it. It's poison because this is going to be their reaction. My Bible also tells me that there's something in this that is going to be so damnable at the time that it becomes the mark that I'll be condemned for all eternity. <laughs> so nice try. I know what's in it. My Bible tells me what's going to be in it. You don't have to tell me. Intentionally left blank, not here. You okay so far? Are we okay? All right. Because we have another elephant we need to talk about that's in the room. This is a big elephant. Please know that. <laughs> I take what I do very seriously. And yes, I know that I've got a, a sense of humor that some don't appreciate, but it is what it is. I like to laugh. And by the way, laughter is medicinal, very therapeutic. And you know, they do all these studies and research has found that laughter is very healthy. I'm like, how much money did you spend on that research? Because get your own material. It's right here in Proverbs, man, it says that. Anyway, I digress. I only say that <laughs> because, yeah, this is humorous in one sense, but in another it's very serious, and we need to talk about it. We need to talk about this elephant. Um, I want to share with you another email that I received from another brother that 
I'm hoping not only ties into all of this, but in some way may explain all of this. It kind of takes all of the moving parts, as they say, and it puts them all together and ties it all together. And you get the big picture and you go, oh, now I see it. Oh, now that makes sense. I'm going to withhold his name to protect his identity (laughs) because of the nature of what he writes. I have to say that this is one of the most honest and heartfelt emails I've ever received. And this is probably as good of a time as any for the benefit of those of you watching online. We receive literally thousands of emails on a daily basis. Please don't get mad at us when we don't respond. We just can't. It's not that we don't want to. We just cannot because of the sheer volume of the emails. Man, I tell you, it's been interesting. I don't know if you're seeing this, but I'm seeing a viciousness as of late on the part of professing Christians that I I don't remember seeing before. So this this email was, in fact, I, I've been sitting on it for a couple of weeks now. I've been praying about it for a couple of weeks now. And then I petitioned the throne, and I got the green light from the Lord to share it with you today, because it really fits in with what we're talking about today and talking about the elephant in the room. He writes, thank you for your ministry and all your helpers. I do have a question. I am a saved, conservative Republican who just doesn't understand why evangelicals love Trump. Should we bow our heads, close our eyes, some of you can slip out. Now we need to talk about this elephant. Even the shepherds of the church defend Trump without even holding him accountable. They just make excuses for him. He gave us the deal of the century, Abraham Accords, Operation Warp Speed, USMCA, United States, Mexico, Canada Agreement, and excessive printing of the dollar, etc. In my mind, His actions are the opposite of what he says, and he's right. He reminds me of a Trojan horse, or he's just a good liar. And then he says this, listen, if the deal of the century and the Abraham Accords become the covenant with death, the vaccine becomes the mark of the beast, the USMCA becomes one of the ten kings, and excessive printing leads to economic collapse, he has done more to fulfill Bible prophecy than anyone can imagine. If he helps with the third temple, this is even worse. I could be wrong about all of this, but why is the bride of Christ so enamored with this guy, and where's the discernment? We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn 
about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth. 